Um, yes. Well, you know, they close it when we visit, by the way. I think they know when we're coming, and then the bar's closed for some reason. The bar no, we, shut down. It just shuts down when people from Chicago come. I think last time we were doing body shots on the top body of the bar. Body shots were going on, which was what? not uh, yes. not us. Not, was not appropriate. Um, <laughs> hey, it was somebody's farewell party, and, <laughs> you know, things happen. Actually, I think she was already gone. Who did the body shot off who? But it was her farewell party. Oh, it was her party, yeah. Was it you or Steve? No. Neither one of us. Like, we're not involved. With clothing on, or this is topless? Uh, I think bellies were exposed. Bellies, okay. All right, well, yeah. that's, that's okay. Bellies. That's okay? In yes. an office setting? What? <laughs> no, in this Me Too uh, moment, absolutely not. It was today, after hours. It's today's okay. Valentine's Day, and there are certain offices that are opening kissing booths. It is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Thanks. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, it's also Ash Wednesday. Correct. So there was a woman giving ashes outside of Union Station today. Uh, I'm not sure if she was homeless or a That was nun. just dirt or feces. I think it was dirt. <laughs> yeah, or feces. It could have been either. <laughs> oh, but she was standing there, and people were actually lining up the other, their ashes as they walked out of the station. Seriously? Totally serious. Yeah. I, heard, I heard a Metro train conductor... Uh, his uh, his speaker, his little intercom system, uh, a woman came over and said, if anybody needs ashes, we're on blah, blah, blah. It's like you get off at the stop, get ashes, get back on your train and go. I think it was just for the workers on Metra. Oh, okay. It wasn't like an announcement over right, the train. Right, right, right. But I thought that was interesting that the workers could get off at whatever stop on the, on the Rock <clears throat> yeah. Island and get their ashes. I, it was interesting. It, it is very interesting. I, I we, should, we should somehow, some way next year plan for this and and do it in the office for those of you that want yeah charge like five bucks and you know an ashing yeah sure ashes are free they wait the church isn't making any money on this yeah exactly <laughs> no right. that doesn't sound like the Catholic is, church i know this is the one day they don't pass the they don't charge you you walk in you get the free ashes and it's it's like a you know it's like a, a marketing thing to walk around with ashes all day. So well, what if we oh, okay. you know. we take five bucks and we kick a buck back to the church and as like a tithing thing? Then we'd be doing God's work and you know helping our coffers, repaying the kitty back. The kitty. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the this kitty. is a holy day of obligation. You're supposed to go to church. Do they do a collection on? No, Ash they Wednesday? don't. That's the whole thing. Sure? They don't. They don't do a collection. I, I think we can't remember a mass because it's not without a collection. But it's not a full mass. That's the whole point. I think we've so, talked about. We this can ask before. Sean though. Sean's basically a, a priest at this point. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Ash Ash Wednesday mass isn't a full mass because you don't get the body of Christ. You don't. So you, therefore, yeah, they will, you. so you the Eucharist does not count um, on the weekday weekdays. Now they usually won't even distribute it, but they could. They could distribute it if they want, but you don't. No. You're not receiving the sacrament of the Eucharist. Well, the, so the conversation is essentially: you can go get do. ashes in church and not have to put an envelope in the basket <clears throat> because you can walk in, get ashes, and leave. It's not a full ceremony. It's not actually a mass. So this is the one time you can actually go to a Catholic church, have leave a early. service, be traffic, leave early. <laughs> well, I was saying that and not a... have to put, and not have to tie their <laughs> throw money in the basket. There was a woman yeah. standing outside the station just giving people ashes on their. Oh really? Yeah, it looked like you're or, religious when you had it in there. Exactly. We, we called it. We thought it was feces, but she's homeless. <laughs> it was a homeless. She's just woman. a crazy yeah. person. I think it was a homeless woman. Yes. Yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> shit. Anyway, so so we are the Worldwide IT guys. I'm Steve. I'm Dion. I'm Ross. John. Sean. This is Gavin. Hey. And Elise is. Elisa. Send us Warner, your so. Catholic questions, and we'll um, answer them. Send us your Catholic questions. <laughs> no, I think I've asked this before. 
Um, Come be next to me. Do, do you, Catholics in room, I believe we have at least three. I'll raise my hand, yes. Do you eh? do the ash thing? Uh, Castle, uh, I'm not practicing Catholic anymore, so no, I definitely don't do the ash thing. We do attend church every week, and our son goes to religious Are ed. Are you getting ashes or not? No, that no. was the question. No, no you're not no. doing the ashes? No. Okay, you're going to simple hell. question, so, John. Yes. I blame you for yes not or no. getting ashes every year. Really? Whoa. It's my fault? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, i got to work on Wednesdays. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there are people like at the train station doing this for you. You don't need... Dion. I can't be up at five, number one. Dion. Come over to the bar in my train station tonight. She's yeah. probably still there. You'll get your ashes. Get your ashes and yes. have a beer. Uh-huh. And, a, and a bit of connectivitis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, no, I'm sorry that I, you know, make everybody be heathens on... I'm, wait, so if you yeah, guys are, are still practicing Catholics, have you given up something for Lent? Um, you can either give something up or do something you normally don't do. That's Which is spend eighty dollars. Control your temper. It's either. <laughs> well, the choices on the table are give up beer. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> or choose to like I'm gonna try to um, uh, do something I normally don't do. Okay. So. What, what does that mean? Like eat a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, that lasts a real long. You don't drive the speed limit. It. Come on. <laughs> drive the speed limit. Yes. <laughs> Not right. going to say fuck. <laughs> oh shit! I just ruined it. God damn it! <laughs> well, you could have said I'm not going to say a word. And I already blew it. Forget it. Guess. I got to come up with something else. Yeah. Forget it. How about you, John? Are you, do you want to share? What uh, you're giving up I, I have for? not come up with anything yet, but yeah. I will. Okay. Figure something out. Go figure something out. Will it be giving something up, or will it be like Dion doing something you don't normally do? I don't know. I mean, I'm not really that strict of a catholic that i because you could like do something you don't normally do and be the anti give things up and like eat only fatty fried food yeah. for a month that'd be good because you don't do that yeah right but what or is can that? give up something that i don't really do anymore or like, you could give up biking for a month yeah give up a good habit yeah <laughs> <laughs> Is that get, not the way it works? I'm going to start interrupting people. It's <laughs> something I don't do. I'm going to be a dick at work. It's going to be like a sacrifice. You know, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a sacrifice of sorts, right? <laughs> yeah, letting your body go to shit is a total sacrifice for 40 days. and Redera. Jesus, I'm going to let you finish, but I just... <laughs> I'm going to let you finish, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> it's funny, my, my brother-in-law... Yeah. This actually isn't a C. <laughs> my brother-in-law gives up vodka, because he likes vodka. But then he drinks more wine. During mm-hmm. the, so the four days, so yeah, really makes no sense. You know, that's yeah, not how it's supposed to work. Yeah. But, yeah, but I okay. So I again, I don't understand. It does say a lot about Catholics about how high a percentage of what you give up are alcohol-based <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> promises. Well, I mean, it just and says I so think much about you're Italian Catholic, I'm yeah. Irish Catholic. Like yeah. a lot well, of alcohol-based why, promises. And and I think this is why they don't really focus on adults anymore, because we know how to, like, skirt the rules. <laughs> so they're like, kids, before you learn how to, like, get around these things, and, you know, you read the fine print. You know what's what you, bad. You're giving up candy. What are you giving Emma's up? giving up candy. Great, you're giving up candy. But now she also said, but that doesn't include cookies or ice cream <laughs> or this, right? And I'm like, no, just candy. Perfect. Yeah, I'm good to go. <laughs> double the cookies, <laughs> double the ice so cream. She's learned how to game. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, at six yeah. is pretty much skirting the rules, right? So I mean, that's uh, yeah. how it works. Uh, how did her appointment go? She had her appointment yesterday. <coughs> dentist, or was that's that? That's why not? I figured you just assumed it was the makeup for her. Yesterday dentist. wasn't the dentist. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Never yes. mind. But Never. but she has a cavity, 
And what they do is they knock kids out now. They don't even what? like. They don't even tell them what's happening. They basically just say, "We're gonna fix a tooth. Come back in." They gas the kid at six, drill the tooth, fill it. But seal they don't it. knock them out. They just give them laughing gas. I mean, this is a tooth that isn't gonna last. Either. Yes. I mean, it's like who cares? Well, they oh, think, yeah. yeah, a baby molar or a baby molar will last four or five years. It, it goes all the way. Well, through. you still got it though. But the problem is. You, you got to fix it, otherwise it can get, become infected. And it, like it could, a cavity can, in theory, yep. kill you because it's <laughs> it's a bacterial infection sure. inside your tooth. Yeah, yeah, so you, no. you do have to resolve it, even so if it's in a temporary tooth. They saw tube. Gray in two two molars in the back, so they're gonna they're gonna you know drill them out and, and seal fill them and seal them. And then as the as the the adult molar comes in right behind it, which is very close to happening, they seal them before they even pop up. Right, and then you don't have to worry about cavities with them, hopefully for a while. So, um, but yeah, they they just they're gonna knock her out, and I kind of I don't know. But they don't put her under. It's just gas. It's it, just laughing gas. I'll, I'll have to ask my my neighbor's kid is six. He's had ten cavities. Oh Jesus it's Christ! Like every insane tooth? amount, a number. Six every years tooth? old. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and, and I I have heard from people that like some people just have teeth that are like. I don't yeah. know if they're more porous or what. Like sure. they're just they yeah. get infected yeah, easier. Yeah, yeah. Bad cavity. You know, I like I don't I know his parents, like they're not the kind <clears throat> of parents that would just be like, Oh, we just you know well, He gets I, around to brushing once a week. I and, can yeah. I, I can swear to you Emma brushes her teeth every single night well. So she's brushed those teeth every single night well before she goes to bed and she still has two cavities. So yeah. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. I, I don't think my, you can help all of it. My twenty yeah. five year old son uh, when he turned, I think it was 23 or 4, when he started to actually, like, go to the dentist and properly deal with himself and figured out that dad wasn't the biggest asshole in the world <laughs> telling him to brush his teeth all the time. Because this dentist yeah. looked at him and was like, what What are you doing? What? What?" And he's like, do you drink soda? Yeah, I drink soda. Okay, you drink soda, and then do you brush your teeth? Yeah, I brush my teeth. Okay, don't drink soda and then brush your teeth because what you're doing is you're grinding the sugars into your teeth. Yeah. Oh, really? Drink soda. Water. Fine. Rinse. And then rinse yourself really well with water before you brush your teeth. And, and you know, what else I'm thinking as he's telling me this story, yeah, you're the kid that also took a big swig of Pepsi and, like, swished it around yes. in your mouth yeah, rinse like it. six rinse times. Rinse it. Rinse with Pepsi, yes. And then swallowed yeah. it. And yeah, I'm going, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not smart either, you yeah. know? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how my my son literally brushes his teeth. It's you know two seconds. I'm like Connor, come on, do some more. But he went yesterday as well and had no cavities. I'm like, hey, you're doing you. something right. But as I said yesterday, we talked about dentists. And my dentist when I was a kid was my dad's navy buddy, which I'm not even sure he was. Who a also dentist. delivered your brother? Right? <laughs> he delivered my brother. Delivered your brother. Painted your house. And he was a mechanic. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. It was my dentist. Yeah. Yep. 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 This is such an old school. <laughs> Were you born in Guam? My brother was. Wait, you, you know how to use a wrench? You're a yeah. dentist. <laughs> <laughs> but he literally oh. butchered my te- my teeth. I mean, he drilled the crap out of them. Yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, I had a root canal at seven. Did he use like a yeah. regular a drill? Yeah. Seven. <laughs> yeah. Really? Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. My my mother put Pepsi in my bottles. What? This is a true story. What? 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 There's caffeine in Pepsi. It was the 70s. 
<laughs> Wait, every, I get it. Every mother I know just wants their kid to go to fucking so, sleep, and I love how she puts caffeine. Yeah. In caffeine and sugar. Yeah, yeah. go for it. She no, puts caffeine in my bottle. I would get more if she put like the whiskey in the and bottle. And it's carbonated. Like, that old story. Yeah, yeah, I would almost believe that more. That's at least a decelerate. But now, do you understand why he gets two thirty-two ounce Pepsi's during his movie watching? Sure. Time? Yeah. No, You're just ices. Ices. Oh, ices. Okay. What are you gonna say, Lisa? Yeah. Now I understand why he gets that mad when he receives calls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a genetic thing that was developed right. through too much yeah. Pepsi. This explains a lot. It's the yeah. lack of thirty-two, you know, ounces of sugary substance in my. Yeah. I don't think it's the lack yeah. of it. I think you're. I don't. No, I don't drink that anymore. Yeah, but you need it. You drink caffeinated stuff, don't you? Oh, caffeine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, it's the coffee. It's, it's the, the coffee. It's our fault. It's the five-pound bag of worldwide IT guys. Yeah. Coffee that I drink every morning. Mason puts the like, coffee grinds in his lip like Oh, dip, yeah. You know? How are we doing on that? We do, do we need to order another we're half, one? We're half bag. Oh, we're half. halfway down. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. So um, another $60 bag of coffee, please. I have never heard I Pepsi love, in the bottle. Like, like yeah, my dad was a insane. huge Pepsi drinker, and whenever a baby was crawling around in, you know, as a grandfather, baby crawls over to him and, and looks up at him, and he would take his cup and, like, he- help the baby have a little taste of Pepsi. He was trying to give them something early on. But it's not like, in, here's in the, the bottle. bottle. A bottle. <laughs> I swear to God, it's a true story. That's something, like, where if you even contacted Pepsi, they'd be like, yeah, don't do that. If we had known, that would be the warning label yeah. on fucking Pepsi. The only them. one on Pepsi would Imagine be... Imagine just yeah. in a nursery, this one kid has a tar-like <laughs> bottle. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you God. know, what do you like, these bourbon barrel aged, these sweet beers? Totally. And, yeah. 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 Exactly. They remind me of the good old days. <laughs> when I was a baby. Back in the 70s. They did a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff in the 70s. They did John. a lot of crazy stuff. Didn't your mom drink it when she was pregnant with you? Yeah, I'm sure she drank Pepsi when I was pregnant. Yeah, I'm sure. Just all the caffeine. All day, every day. Yes. And probably smoked. I'm, I'm sure my mom smoked when well, I don't know about pregnant. Yeah, she did smoke, oh, I have, but I don't know if when, when I was pregnant. My buddy CJ has pregnant. a great story yeah. where his mom never smoked, and then um, CJ's older sister was something like like a ten and a half pound baby, really, a huge baby, and it was just Maureen, his mom. It, it was an ordeal. She goes to her doctor. She's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know if I can deliver another." And the, like, they see the ultrasound or something like that. Like, it's a huge baby. I don't know if I can deliver another big baby like that. The doctor's like, "Well, the only thing to make a baby smaller is if you start smoking." <laughs> <laughs> so she started smoking no! to make the baby smaller. Her doctor prescribed her doctor, cigarettes. He didn't necessarily prescribe it, but he's like, "That's the only thing that'll do it." So, and then she and always, menthol, I, she would tell that way. to CJ, yeah. and she'd always be like, "Well, you turned out all right." And CJ, they had to perform open heart surgery on him within forty-eight hours. Like, Mom, I wasn't born all right. God. Heart surgery. Oh. On me in 48 hours. As a baby? As a baby, to... he had oh a, like God. a zipper on his chest when he was uh, a baby. Good wow. thing the doctor never told her that yeah. you know crack babies are also <laughs> underweight. <Yeah. you> know? <laughs> this is Sullivan, <laughs> off the record here. Uh... <laughs> he, also, he also has a great story where his uncle shows up and he points to CJ and the nurse. And he's like, "That's him, right?" Because he can always tell it's Sullivan. <laughs> and I guess Charlie is dead. It's like, yeah, no shit. He's got a zipper on his chest. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. 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 What do you so want, okay. Charlie? A baker's dozen? Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. No, that, so how do you write a prescription for crack? Do you, all right. 
I'm not going to write a prescription, but don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to give you an intersection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, go see Jake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's the same train station where I'm going to get feces rubbed down my throat for it tonight. So right outside, yes. That would be a great blog if you or a great Twitter trend to start, which is like share the advice '70s doctors gave you, like yes. older oh people. Like God. I'm sure, like doctors yeah. back then gave you some crazy yeah. fucking advice. Absolutely. Was that scene like uh, Forrest Gump where he's getting his legs checked out and the doctor is smoking a cigarette while he's yeah. oh, checking yeah. out Forrest uh-huh. Gump. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I just started um, watching with my wife The Crown, which is oh Netflix. yeah, my wife loves that. We watch that. Yeah. yeah, so we just started watching it, and you know, it starts with the king basically dying of lung cancer, and, and they're they're like doctors standing there after removing one lung, <clears throat> and it was a horrible, right? And he's like. Well, you know what? You're fine. You're good to go. And uh, and he like lights his cigarette for him. Okay. And you're going no, yeah. no, right. people. What are you doing? And then it continues. Like his his um, was it his grandmother, his mother, his mother um, is also like dying of the same thing. And they're all smoking like chimneys. It's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, Different that era. that actually reminded me of something. I saw a young doctor's notebook. Like the it's uh, about a young doctor that gets get finishes uh, university and gets shipped off in like in the middle of Siberia. It's a BBC series. It's only eight episodes long, like two series, twenty minutes an episode, eight episodes total. It's based on the Russian playwright Bulgakov, and it is amazing. Just you have to watch this. And of course, what's it called? Uh, I don't even understand a young you just said. doctor's <laughs> notebook. So it is called the Young Doctor. Can you translate yes. that okay. for us, please. That's yeah. the only part I heard of that that I made sense. Yeah, but so basically it's it's a TV series. The smoking and everything reminded me because it's it's about a doctor in the middle uh, of nowhere oh, in yeah, Russia. Yeah. John Hamm and Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It is absolutely am- that. amazing, but I have to tell you, <clears throat> scenes in this ep- series will make Game of Tr- Thrones look tame. Oh, oh no way. Oh, yes. yes. Oh. Wait, wait, what does that mean, though? Uh, that means that I stood up... In agony, watching this thing. Uh, Torture oh, yeah, or what? That's a lot. My little brother used to watch those like open heart surgery shows or like see people sawing through bones. And oh, I can do Game of Thrones, but that medical stuff just no, I can't do absolutely. That. That's crazy. I saw a yeah. knee surgery one time on Oof. some cha- health channel where they like go in there with the hammer and a chisel. Oh. Why are you watching the health channel, Dion? <laughs> First, I, of all. I haven't watched it in a decade. <laughs> I was gonna say. All right. Because, because I saw one knee this. surgery, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. You had, a, you had a 22 ounce Pepsi and sat down on the health channel. Hey, has, has I'm really good with pop, by the way. Stop it! <laughs> I'm giving it up in my the, 40s. Uh, what was it? Altered Carbon? Is that what it's called? Saw it. Uh, oh, I, yes I, I saw no? the first one. Uh, I didn't like it. If you have nothing else to do, sure. Wow, that's <laughs> bringing endorsement. I, I agreed with him. It was like I was like. There's no way I'll ever be in a spot where I, I'm going to set aside time for this or that I can't find a better option. That's like interesting it, it wasn't because terrible. there are people who are just like all over this, love it. This is the Netflix uh, sci-fi yeah. show, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and you guys are just no. That's very well, interesting. I, it's not a no. It, it was a good, you know, good TV series. But <laughs> if you have absolutely nothing else to do, <laughs> well, there's so much good TV. You see everything you've wanted to no, see. No, I mean, if you went through Game of Thrones, Better Call Saul, if you did all the good ones and you had nothing else to watch, go do that one. But like, but there's always something good to watch. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like exactly. I, I'm not going to waste my time on something that's that. It's it's up there, but it's not. Game of Thrones, better calls. It's not like 
best. Interesting. Yes. Nobody else knows. Nope. Altered Carbon. Okay. I've but, seen the previews, but uh, yeah. The thing is, once you start watching it, it's really like it makes it. it, it there are certain parts of it that kind of feel like a B. B-type movie, B, you know, yeah. not a very hype, but it, it corrects itself. It's weird, but once you start watching it, it's kind of hard to stop. Um, the endorsement that I heard earlier was uh, from a, a group that I have a, a modicum of respect for, and it started really well. It was, oh my God, the the amount of boobs in this like it's ridiculous <laughs> and i went okay um so there's naked whatever fine is this from your son and no <laughs> and and then it was followed by and uh, from a woman and the the boob to dong ratio was appropriate in this show mm. and i went all right well maybe not maybe, no, maybe. The, the the main actor i have to tell you this i was looking like the main guy that in the tv series is a good looking man like Swedish, I what's think. Happening? Good looking Don. What are we doing? Is that what Good looking Don. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's funny is that actor in his previous. I, I think it's the same actor from The Killing where he played a junkie. Oh. And like was anorexic then, and he's like huge in this movie. Yeah. The Killing was excellent. <laughs> I actor, did like the actors killing. who put themselves through this. It's yeah, yeah. Like holy crap. You know what, what I saw doing? recently uh, on Netflix was uh, the. Uh, end of the fucking world. Did you guys see? Oh, it? Yeah. oh a lot of people like that. Yeah, I haven't seen it. That was incredible. I just it's like eight <coughs> easy episodes. You can binge it pretty quickly about a 17 year old uh, who thinks he's a psychopath and basically kind of hooks up with this girl who is you know having problems at home and who's also on this crazy. crazy adventure. Yeah, who is also fucking crazy. <laughs> probably like borderline personality disorder. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they just go on this crazy adventure and it was yeah it was so good. It yes, was stylish I, and yeah. I, I totally agree. Um, but I haven't been able to go back to it. It was one of those shows that we started, and and like I'm the only one who wants to watch it. But every oh, time no. I go, I'm going to watch this. I'm like, my wife goes, don't know. I want to see that. Okay, right. <laughs> can we watch it now? No, we can't watch it. Oh. I think right. they're like 22 minute episodes, so maybe I know, you know it's not, not, too not hard to get through. Yeah. But yes, I'm. I think we're three episodes in, and I'm like, yes, let's finish this. Um, I really enjoyed what I've seen. Uh, so. Technologically, what has gone on in our world this week? There, there's been a few things that have been published which have uh, a bit <clears throat> pissed me off. We started to talk about this early. Um, robots. Robots are going to kill us. We know that, right? Yeah. So they're, they're amazing now. They're starting to work together in unison. To they're working us. together. Yes. Uh, so w we saw a robot dog approach a door, fail to get into the door. He did. And then another robot dog that he called to came over with his hand and opened the freaking door. Yeah. And you go, all right, great. Robot dogs are now robot opening doors. Robot dogs with tails that have arms yeah. and hands. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's... And they work together, and it's it's scary. And then I said, all you have to do is arm them with a gun, and then no, it, was, it had to be a laser. And then Ross no, said, no, no teeth. <laughs> much much more fun. Just teeth. wait, a dog with teeth? That doesn't make any sense. Totally gnaw you to pieces. Yeah, <laughs> these guns aren't fun. Just, just seeing them chase people down. Let the pit bulls go. I mean, <laughs> what, <laughs> why do we need robots? <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's scary. But let's pair that with. I, I read this uh, ridiculous article. I, I posted it. I don't know if any anybody shared this or, or read this, but um, this guy who kind of blew the whistle on Facebook for fake news and the way that 
it was being manipulated the way that the the news stream effectively was being manipulated by um, others during our, our most recent election for a president. Um, he kind of was saying, this is ridiculous, this is ridiculous, and nobody was listening to him. And now we're finding out that, well, maybe people should have been listening to him. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's a little bit more gravity to this whole concept. And and he's talking about the the AI engine and the algorithms that are behind what we see and how we see it being a little bit off kilter, and we need to be careful with this. The, We've oh, talked about it before. Fake, yeah, the fake stuff, the fake video stuff. <coughs> the you fake can make videos. anybody look like they say anything, and we dived into the, the porn aspect for a second. And yeah. Then, but yeah, but you can manipulate video any way you want nowadays. Now, at, and on your phone if you want. At like, the time, I, and, and this is an honest question, I've <clears throat> asked the question of the group, are we going to go back to the days where we need to see the guy on the back of the train giving a speech, and that's the only way that we'll have trust? Is this not necessarily a bad thing because we'll care more about having this personal interaction and knowing that what we're hearing is actually coming out of this person's mouth? Or is it a bad thing because we're going to like lose trust, which is what this guy's point is. We're going to lose so much trust in whatever the voice is that's out there. Whatever we see, whatever we hear is going to matter so little to us that we're going to degenerate into really tribal world, right? But Where I, everybody, so I think there's two... I you are my tribe. I care about you and fuck everybody else. But that's, yeah. I think, the faction, that's the faction that needs to worry about it most but cares about it the least. The people who are, are looking for <clears> what <throat> they want to hear will see it experience it and not question it as opposed to a lot of us on Facebook going... But that's what we're doing now. But, but a lot of us on Facebook will see something, and, and, and Gavin and I had a discussion about this this morning. Shit gets sent around. It's completely <laughs> yeah. fucking false. You spend 30 seconds Googling it to check out a, a, a fact check site, whether it's Snobs or PolitiFact or whatever. Find out in 30 seconds this is completely bullshit, and then know in 30 seconds complete bullshit. Other people... There's other people who say, nope, that looks right to me, and believe it. And 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 there's different avenues in which they're getting it introduced to them. And hopefully, people will say, Facebook is one of those places where I can't just trust what anybody's posting on their fucking wall because it could be some completely fake bullshit as opposed to a New York Times article that's posted or something I'm seeing on local news, etc. And I think those are the differences. And until something gets by all the way through and tricks the New York Times and local news at, at you know 10 or 11, that's when we're going to say, I don't believe anything I'm reading. But that could happen. And I'm not saying that couldn't happen. But I think we're kind of already there. I, I, think I mean, I haven't seen anything get out on... on Besides Fox, anything that gets onto the news that is completely bullshit, where they have to go, oh my god, that was completely wrong. We don't, that, we didn't, we didn't fact check that, and and that was completely well, did you wrong. See what about well, that CIA story that, that just came out, just happened, which was that was that I see that one. <clears throat> the New York Times posted where um, they posted a story that um, the CIA and the NSA in conjunction, tried to buy back secrets that Russia hacked away from them, and that they also offered money, that the Russian intelligence agencies offered dirt on Trump that they paid 200 grand Mm -hmm. to get, 
and it turns out the New York Times was fool. It was actually Russian intelligence fooling the New York Times on a story. Mm-hmm. And this this is the concern. Oh, okay. I mean, there's, like, there's what, a higher level of 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 is that espionage or it is or, espionage? Yeah. I would say. So yeah. so that's a higher level at almost a state level as opposed to somebody doing you know deep fakes on fucking YouTube. Well, I right? have one quick thought about the deep fakes. I mean, imagine this scenario where there's a, a reporter you know and trust who has. Uh, an ID. He has a camera. That camera has an ID that is linked to his personal ID. When he takes uh, video footage, uh, he generates a hash of that video footage or a checksum to say this is the canonical version of this. Oh sure. I mean, there's there's probably oh, how a can we get around this in the future? Absolutely. To, to there's, images and video. There's ways to to crypt- cryptographically ensure that what somebody <clears throat> says gets out there so it's tagged <clears throat> back to the person that we're doing it. Mm-hmm. For God's sake, every fucking printer that's ever made right. has an invisible tag that says, this is the printer that fucking printed this thing. So it's invisible to most eyes, but it's there for every single page that's printed out of every printer in America. Right. Why shouldn't we have that on every picture or, 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 or yeah. post, if you want to say, right? But I guess so we're in we're in the wild, wild west. But that's that not going to solve you from generated stuff. I mean, it's just going to have its own hash, and it's going to say, I actually saw Obama do this at a speech, and... It'll say so and so created it, and then somebody can say, "Well, let's let's prove if Obama actually said, you know, Heil Hitler." Yeah, well, yeah. He, well, he didn't. Oh, sorry, you're a fucking asshole, and we're not going to believe you anymore. I don't get that. So in my in my scenario, an actual image is linked all the way back up through verification of to the person. All this bullshit to a single person yeah. who you trust. But so Sean's saying some camera. people will say, "Well, I don't have the but the, to but check the news that, is so never it. made. Videos are never made. The reporter never." created the actual footage it's given to him always even today when it's real yeah so if he falls for the video that the person fabricated you know well it doesn't maybe maybe all the cameras in our pockets of the other 300 people who are in the crowd taking those videos there's going to be someone somewhere there's going to be some that's what you would have to do right yeah and and that's part of what you have to do now there's metadata on almost every picture and video that's taken on an iphone that tells you exactly the exposure and the time and the date and sometimes the location if you haven't even turned that (laughs) off that's actually saved there so i mean we have it and what for better or worse a lot of people turn that on Mm -hmm. or off and the whole idea is well don't Mm -hmm. believe it until you can actually prove that that's real are we going to get to a point where we say, yeah, I'll sacrifice that privacy. Again, it's, I will sacrifice that privacy to prove that this is real, or nope, fuck that shit. I but just made this and but, made deep fakes on my phone, and, and yeah, it's Daisy Ridley doing something horrible. But yeah, anyways. But that's the, the or frankly, <laughs> frankly, I, I think you compare or you combine what we're talking about now with the hyper uh, short news cycles that we deal with, right? Yeah. Where you've got people that are manipulating this to say, you know what, I'm going to say this, I'm going to get it out there. I'm going to publish this. I'm going to get it out there. Obama said Heil Hitler. And then just about the time people are saying, everybody goes up in arms, this is crazy, oh my God, look at this, it's ridiculous. And then just about the time people are going, wait a minute, let's look into this, bam, there's a new thing that we're going to say that is going to take over the news cycle and burn that bridge right mm-hmm. and all people remember are oh yeah obama said heil hitler he's an asshole and the next thing is happening and there's nobody cares nobody cares that the new york times published a oops mia culpa we published that too quickly i'm sorry that was wrong right the news was that they published something that was wrong i know i've said this on the podcast before but like the, my one of my favorite quotes is the 
a lie gets halfway around the world before a tr- the truth gets its shoes on. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm, I, I think I kind of agree with Steve. Uh, we're but fucked, I, is what I'm we're saying. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, <laughs> we are so fucked. Yes. About, about the yes. about the deep, deep fake stuff. I don't think it's as big of a problem as people think. So, because in order for you to create any sort of new image, you need a massive amount of material to scan. And if you care about the truth, which I think is a much bigger problem than deep fake stuff, if you spend 30 <clears throat> seconds actually uh, fact-checking on that image, you could figure out that Nobody it's fake. Nobody spends time fact-checking <clears throat> shit, number right. one. Exactly. Right. Number so two, the, technology is going to get ten times better in the next year and a half. I'm not, I'm not talking about technology. So he, here's, But they're well, combined. No, no. Here's, here's the point. The point is, if you let's say you find a fake image. If you Google search by image... Who's on doing that, that fake image. Ninety percent of the people looking gonna at that image aren't going to Google. You're going to get way more fact-check. original. You're going to get way more originals than you are because of the so the volume of the material you needed to produce the fake is going to be much greater than the actual fake. You're going to get the original back, and mm. you will be able to tell that <sighs> the fake is fake. But so, back to what Steve so said. So the technology isn't the problem. The problem is the same problem we had a year people ago and two years ago. They want to believe what they want to believe. And this isn't a new thing. No. This, the, the, no. the internet but just made people this... People want to believe no. what they want to believe, so they're going to follow it, which gets back to what I was saying earlier about what Gavin and I are, were getting emails from, <clears throat> you know, politically motivated yeah. family members right, that were like, okay, if they want to spread these these shitty images that are completely fake or stories that are completely hoaxes, so, they're going to do it, and it doesn't make a difference. So the fact that, you know, we have... Um, uh, democratized or we've made it very much um, a public distribution of news. Twitter and Facebook and social networks, you know, made it great because people could actually get the word out of what was really going on. But now people have, uh, whether they're, you know, political states or nefarious souls or groups, They've gotten a hold of this and now have learned that, oh, well, actually, there is a lot of power in this. And we can take advantage of this and automate. And anybody can start to work with, you know, bot technology to flood certain channels with information the way that they want it to go. And anybody with the proper uh, software can do a facial replacement on a video they can do this they can do that and all of a sudden the people now have the ability to make a story when a story doesn't exist and and that's at the end of the line you're right it's the it's consumers of information need to be more diligent the problem is the consumers of information even the diligent ones it's getting harder and harder to draw that line between what's true and what's fake and the technology is adding to this. It's it's improving the nefarious soul's ability to tell lies in a way. Yes. And, and that's the concern that I have. I, I so the technology could be used, and, and, and because we have people who say constantly throughout the term fake news that everything's fake news and you can't trust anything, and we have technology that's out there that can reproduce anything that's, that is fake, the counter-argument could be spun similar to what Mm-mm. Gavin started down where you could say technology could start to prove out in the opposite aspect what is absolutely true and verified from somebody 
and verified and move forward. So we could use technology in both ways. Yes, and the fact that that conversation is going on and there are engineers good. and societies that are starting to, to say, we need to do this, Perfect. that's good stuff. It's way behind and, way behind. and slowing <laughs> slower than all of the other fake, unfactual things, fake news yep. um, that's happening. So yep. it needs to pick up its pace if we're going to start to prove out that these these people, these things are reliable. So, so. S- semi-related to this, um, Sean, you may have shared this article, the, the Facebook under the gun article that... Oh, and Wired? Basically, yeah, um, great. where they brought in certain journalist minds to help with curation of proper news and, and do the right thing the right way. Um, that that was a good thing, and I may be blurring lines between articles, so keep me honest. That was on a long-ass article. I wish I had read it. Um, but uh, the thing about it is, this is good. They're doing certain things the right way, but the people within that organization started to go, well, some of this is bullshit, and started leaking information, and now you've got Facebook, who was monitoring everything, kind of going, hey, we saw that you leaked this bullshit, and you're fired. And so you got this company mm-hmm. that's trying to do things the right way, but doing things really the wrong way. They're, they're like, watching their staff. I didn't get through the whole thing either, Gavin, so don't feel bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you have... Um, well, yeah, yeah, and there's many uh, aspects to the... I mean, the article basically goes over the last two years, so... Uh, and Facebook's changed its position a lot within the last two years. Um, they definitely did fire people that were leaving. So, but employees I, I, employees are still afraid they're being watched. Yeah, they're afraid of the, the one guy compared the company to uh, the character in Mice and Men who kills a mouse, and like he's like Facebook. Lenny? Facebook. <laughs> Spoiler of a Mice and yeah. Men. <laughs> Facebook just doesn't. Like, a lot of the people in Facebook are starting to be scared of the power they have, and they've never really thought about it. And, like, my big takeaways from it were, A, they were very slow to admit any of this was a problem. They have a weird adversarial relationship with news because they're taking money away from news organizations, but then these these news articles are actually giving them a lot of their... A lot of their traffic, so they don't want to piss them off entirely. But um, I think what was kind of really interesting about it was that um, the time, a lot of it was just the timing, and, and so much of Trump winning was is related to timing. But speaking to the leak and how important that was, this contractor basically. One guy in an email chain, who, and he's on the news team, said, how, wh- how, what are we going to do to make sure Trump doesn't get elected? And it, w- it was just like an informal. It, w- it was not an actual project policy, but he leaked it to some reporter. The right wing took hold of that yep. as Facebook mm-hmm. is liberally biased. They had to meet with senators. Mm-hmm. They had to be very careful about their positioning. And they, they're like, we're like, we can't filter anything if we because we're going to get caught in this trap. Yep, and because of that, they weren't well equipped to handle all the fake news that came in in 2016 in the election because yep. it was just terrible timing <laughs> that they were really sensitive to how they looked about Trump after that leak. 
Yeah, but his quote is what got him in trouble. Is the fact that he said the um, the idea that fake news on Facebook, of which you know is a very small amount of content, influenced the election. Yeah, and that was after the election. I think this is a pretty crazy idea. Originally, right after it happened, where everybody's saying fake news on on Facebook changed the election. He's like, come on, it's just such a small percentage of all the well, and they, they talked about that in the article it's really and that he, he had a backtrack yeah. yeah it took yeah. him a long time exactly and he still hasn't completely come to terms with it but i mean in the article they say that like it's probably hard to accept the fact that the thing you invented has made the world less safe yeah and you know what what i don't think was expressed at least in the portion of the article that i've read is you're talking about journalism which is a very very old Tech, uh, technology, a very old uh, discipline, mm-hmm. and publishing that was tied very much to journalism. This was a new way to publish information, and these are people that don't understand journalism mm-hmm. that got into, we're going to be journalists without realizing they were getting into being journalists. Sure, the BuzzFeed. And, and, and part of it's also yeah, regulatory, yeah, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. too, for Facebook, because they talk about that, that, that basically... They are blanketed from being sued for what they post, whether it's false, whether it's inflammatory, whether it's racist, under like the 1996 Telecommunications Act, where they're just like an information gathering place for users. <clears throat> so that's another reason why they didn't want to exert a lot of control over this. Yep. It's like, well, once we get into the business of editorializing this, we're not, we're more susceptible to lawsuits. Yeah. Right. And the funny, I would say, this is an interesting turning point for Facebook because I remember. Yeah, I'll take some more. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yes, Ross, more beer. Um, I remember when Facebook was like, "Well, how, Facebook needs to be. It's going to go out of business. There's no. They're not making money. How are they going to make money?" And then they're like, "Oh, well, they're going to start putting ads on on the page. And when you go to sites, they'll have cookies, and they'll start. You know, every time you go to Facebook now, it's basically saying, "Hey, you went on Amazon and looked at this this drain plug." Uh, did you forget to order that drain plug? Why don't you order that? You're <laughs> yeah, on Facebook, yeah. right? So he said, all right, let's start making some money so that Facebook can exist moving forward. And I think that is the thing that's hurting them now because that's what, based on reports, Russia did to not only promote its fake news but its articles, its things on, on certain <clears> sites <throat> because it's like, oh, you saw this thing, you're going to see this. And they leverage not only advertising but other posts yeah, but right, to, right, to spread the fake news. And where are you going to draw the line between the advertising posts and the what you might like in your news feed? Right at the top of that article. really close. They talk about, I mean, basically they, they had algorithms that were deciding what was newsworthy and what should be published based on people consuming and interacting with this sure. content, right? Yeah. And and what this editorial staff was defined to do was to just be the human element in it to go, is this really something, is this right? Are we measuring correctly? And just being a gatekeeper to make sure that some human helped that algorithm. And, and rightly so, those guys kind of looked at it and went, yeah, but we're short timers here. We're really just helping tune and, the fucking engine. But what it sounds <laughs> like is, yeah, those people then had to kind of back away and do less because they were seeming like they were partisan in a certain way. So if you have a human that's that's looking at these things and and trying to be up, you know, objective, and then you've got a whole party going, they're not objective. Look, they said this or they did that. Now they have to back away from limiting posts so that they don't get caught and saying, hey, we're directing traffic certain ways because we think this I, might be fake. I, I think. And they got caught in their own. I think they got caught in their own 
uh, ambition of saying, hey, it's here, do what you want to do, ads are running, this is how we, this is our algorithm for making money, and, you know, whether it was on a Facebook wall or an ad on the right side of the page, nine, I, I would say, well, what do you guys think? Seven out of ten people would look at the right side and not recognize that that's an ad versus what's on their wall or less. Right, but we're talking Facebook. about the stuff on the wall. Sure, but that's... but who knows? I'm saying there's an overlap there. Yeah, and I consumers, think that's where, again, are not smart. And I think that's where a lot of their problem comes in. It did it did mention, the reason why I'm bringing up the ad space is because it does mention that. But that's, uh, what the fuck, Ross? Wow. <laughs> Apparently, uh, so he wanted beer, but he didn't anyway, want that much beer. Wow. Uh, so, well, yeah. similar. Happy Hop Slam Day to me. Do you see the article about um, advertisers are now threatening to stop working with Facebook and <laughs> social media? No. Because of the, yeah, that's very related. So, that, uh, Unilever, one of the biggest advertisers in the world, is threatening not to work with Facebook or social media that. Or Google, news. yeah. If, or you Google. Don't, if they don't clean up their act, right? With uh, I think was the exact quote with like racism and well, fake news. And I all think that. that's yes. I think that's a brilliant statement to make and to help influence the whole conversation that we're having right now, um, and, and obviously needs to be uh, continued to to have that conversation. But at the same time, I think Unilever is going to go. You know what? Sales aren't working really. Yeah, yeah you know Facebook what? sales just, aren't. Yeah. You know, we'll move off. Move from that stance if things don't go properly. I think it's good. I think right. that's great to know that um, advertisers are starting to say, "Hey, based on our moral compass, this is one thing that we would like to say." Which is crazy to me. So, like, I, I keep thinking, like, why is it that these like mega corporations and I, I'm all for like uh, progressive corporate ethics and all that stuff, but like. These are the people stepping in and saying, whoa, guys, there's kind of a problem here. This is our Instead world fucking today. Regulation. I mean, I know, I mean it's our crazy. government is saying we're going to privatize virtually everything. It's Everything has yes. to be privately funded, privately managed, privately done, mm-hmm. which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? No. There's no That's the system. There, Corporations but, yeah. are in it to be morally responsible and take care of everybody <laughs> Right, exactly. That's what they're here for. Sure. So long as you're paying. Corporations are here to take care of us. Wrong. I mean, yeah, anyways. Sorry. Um, That's just my I do want to say Facebook has tried to give the, the, the feedback on every single post where you can list Basically, uh, there's a there's a keywords that you can pick from. As you don't to have you to think. apologize to f- uh, for Facebook. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, just so you know, they are because we didn't move on past what what happened. You know, in 2016, they have done things to try and say here's some posts about what fake news is. Here's a way to give feedback on what you think this post is about. There are ways to you know help make things more clear and you know anyways i just i wanted to finish on that because facebook did have a couple mechanisms that they put in place they've tried to do some things and i've seen some things that's in fine my they're still line. the evil empire in my book but yes you well, are they're, they're, we and you can't about let this. the chickens guard the hen house i mean like you you're going to trust their internal process we like this this whistleblower got fired i mean you can't that's yeah, we anyway. talked about facebook a, a couple years ago should facebook become one of those things that we just don't have to we we kind of have um it, it's a it's a an isp like it's a service that everybody gets it's a public utility essentially mm-hmm. facebook is a public utility we all kind of pay for it it's regulated and we don't have to and facebook doesn't have to worry about no thank you i don't in. want i don't want facebook to be the internet i'm done with like facebook as a replacement for the internet which is what they're doing i mean you, you shared that article about how it's killing 
you know, comedy mm-hmm. because of what it's doing. I am done with Facebook having so much fucking influence over me, my content consumption, and everybody around me. I'm done with it. I, I watch Facebook, but I do not subscribe to it. I think it is off the rails, and it needs to come back. I'm glad they're doing things to help, but they need to really change their model. Change it dramatically. The the conversation we were just having about uh, news, one of the things that a news, a journalist perspective on this is to do is to say, look, we have an editorial page where we're going to say things that you may or may not agree with, and there's a news page, and the news page is reporting in a responsible way. Now, we can argue about yeah, well, fucking, this is a conservative paper, and that's a, de- a liberal Democrat paper, and that's a this and this. Yes, I agree, but at least there are lines and there's a way to communicate that this is an ad. They have advertisement all over this shit. This is us making our comments and a, a, an opinion, a columnist saying what he says this is not the perspective. Yes, it is coming from the paper, but mm-hmm. it is not the perspective, only perspective of the paper. This is the individual. And here's reporting and news. And I think Facebook needs to better differentiate between what I'm looking at in a way that is clear. This, I agree with you 100%. And I would say if they did something like that, it, uh, I'm still not happy with the aggregation of the things that I want to see when I want to go look for something. That's I don't like that. Like I I you know there used to be the I Google page where you could set up widgets and have <laughs> the things that you want to see in front of you, right? Yeah. I, I use a service that kind of does the same thing. It puts RSS feeds and, and different things in front of me. You and have I a like portal? that. I have a portal. <laughs> I have a portal. <laughs> I've never. Huge I think like that's where we, we've all started at portals. I think that's where we're going to end back at portals. <laughs> but um, but. <laughs> But the, the idea is I want things aggregate, things I want to see and check in on. I want them aggregated so that when I, when I have the time to go look at them, it's there for me, w- waiting for me. And my phone doesn't do it well with Apple News. Um, my, my home page of, uh, you know, that I use to aggregate those RSS feeds doesn't really do it well. My Facebook feed that I like and kind of do things with is okay um, because I've liked – you know, the Washington Post or the New York Times or, or whatever. So I am seeing the things that I want to see kind of in that way and then all my friends and family or whatever. But it's still an aggregation of things that I, it's not exactly what I want to see when I want to see it. And then if I want to, it's like I don't have the time to go out and say, all right, well, let me do the rounds and check the five or six places that I want to go check. I'd like to know what's happening aggregated <coughs> in front of me when you, I want to see it. And I, I, don't, I don't know if there's a service that does that for you guys where you're like, you know what, I use this, and it's everything I want to see all the time. Twitter. I mean, if I, like, and I don't just follow New York Times. Like, there's a specific New York Times uh, writer that I like that I followed that person exactly, and I get to hear their opinion and how they, you know, talk to other people and have this discourse going. So I, I don't know. That would be my uh, that would be my suggestion. Just find a couple of reporters you like. Or... Twitter. God, how old are you? Well, I, I'm sorry. I don't know. Does Snapchat have uh, news going? I'm, actually, I'm sure they fucking do. But um, yeah, I'm a Twitter guy. No, I don't. I don't argue with that. I think. Uh, I think it's still. There's still something raw and available there, but they've crossed the line as well in delivering too yep. much into my into my activity sure. stream or whatever my you know following list. There's too much noise in that that's like no thank you it is easier to differentiate this is bullshit this is bullshit and i can 
get through it relatively quickly. These are the people that I follow. These are the things that I follow that I'm watching more closely, but I'm annoyed by the noise. I just I, I'm kind add. of an information addict, so like the, the fire hose of shit, it's like, it's actually, I enjoy picking through that. That's kind of a hobby of mine. It's I just fucking want to book on this so we can move on, but the, the last thing I, I saw was Apple and Facebook going into an, a, some sort of news agreement thing, and I think that that really just worries and pisses the shit out of me. You say Apple so and Facebook? Apple and Facebook huh. in some sort of news aggregation thing, where it basically... Yeah, Facebook and, and Apple are going to have... Well, the Apple News thing, I mean, yeah. you know, I started watching Apple News and, and, you know, being very consciously seeing that you're just giving me the stuff that I tend to click on, which is nice, but I shouldn't see your algorithm so blatantly. I'm watching the algorithm as I do things, and and it's bothering me because I'm going, no. Yes, I did click on that, you know, NFL thing, but why is there so much NFL in my feed right now what hmm. what the hell i know i saw that two days ago and i clicked on it now i'm seeing too much yep tune it down you know they're, they're not doing it right either facebook and um, social network the social network will will with more than two billion users on march 1st will allow publishers to run paywalls inside its ios app for the first time uh, after reaching an agreement with apple facebook will let publishers collect 100 percent of the subscription revenue from ios devices oh, so huge. essentially yeah that's hmm. that's a tie-in to if you get it here, you're going to see it there, and it's going to be in your feed. It's going to pop up in your your you know your updates and anyways. All right, um, well, I, so that, that that was kind of like oh fuck, but anyways, um, we we can move on. I'm going to move on from it. Yeah. Just it's, we are fucked. Yeah. Let's just st- yeah. back to that comment earlier. We're so screwed. Um, we got robots, we got AI, and we got uh, you know algorithms running our lives. Ooh, yay. Um, that started with the robots. It did. The dogs with the tails that are going to uh, murder us. Damn it. Along the same lines, it's okay. Remember our transcription of the week? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or transcriptions that, oh, that are my great. God, I had Remember one. how on. brilliant those are? Share one. Oh, my God. Hang Microsoft on. is helping us even further. Apparently, they are now going, and I, I misinterpreted what they were doing, but they are actually going to do this for multiple languages. So if you don't speak English, if you happen to be a consumer in uh, China and you're a traditional Chinese person or Japan, you're going to get the same services that are doing so well in English. Estoyas <laughs> Shelby Masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shelby Masturbate's going to be there for everybody under the sun. <laughs> Every language. Uh, uh, That's great. Yay! Microsoft, well done. Shouldn't they try to tune this a little better? <laughs> I think it's fine. It's great. You think so? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I don't know. We, we probably need to start thinking about winding down if we're going to get some lunch in Never. today. Um, <laughs> Portlandians oh, apparently do everything right. Also, Did you see the video that Eric shared? I think everybody in Portland is high all Oh, the I didn't time. see the video, no. <laughs> well, what did he share? Oh, you should totally see this. So, I don't think I saw it. There was this contest during a break at the... Uh, Portland Trailblazers basketball game. And the contest was uh, these two young ladies were given the basketball and they were told to make a layup. And if oh. they made a layup... I saw this separately. This went viral. Yeah, okay. They could take an X or an O and go play tic-tac-toe. So they were competing. One on one end of the court, one on the other. And they would make a layup if they could, which seemed to be a challenge early on. Um, and then they would go and they would put down their X or their O, and 
it is so freaking hilarious. They had to be high. At least the one girl had to be high because she made her layup and she was like, yeah, I made my layup and took her X and put it down. And then she made another one and took it and put it down and was not paying any attention to the board. She totally like the And the other one, there were two O's in a row and an open spot (laughs) next to the O. It's like, just put one down there and you've won the game. Both of them. We're misplacing. What the fuck? <laughs> how do you not know how to play tic-tac-toe? It, I wonder if over- it was staged to go viral. They're so bad. Because a lot of that stuff that you so see in stadiums bad. is staged. Where they, they have like a funny dancer that randomly comes on or a girl that throws. No, up. I'm going to go with they were high. If you yeah. want to say that, that's fine. Yeah. It could they be both as well. Yeah, they could be. I mean, This is one of those places where I want to be a dumb consumer and appreciate the fact that they were so fucking high they yeah. couldn't figure out what to do. Oh, uh, it was pretty damn funny. Oh, wow. So, are you watching it, John? Yeah. It <laughs> takes him like 10 shots to make a basket. First it was pretty bad. It was pretty damn bad. Oh. oh so, uh, the, the HomePod, two oh, quick geez. things that I saw about the HomePod. Nope. First, uh, Sonos uh, uh, was totally snarky <laughs> with them and shared a Spotify playlist with them and said, welcome to the game, <laughs> which nice. I thought was hilarious. I shared nice. that in the group. And then the second thing about the HomePod was, if you like... Somebody to tell you no constantly, get a HomePod, and let Siri tell you no constantly. <laughs> Wait, what is that? It's just basically, I, I guess, the algorithms for asking questions or connecting or doing certain things, no, it says no a lot. Let's no, put it that way. So you have, you have Alexa at your house, right? It's like, having, it's like having a three-year-old in your house, essentially, because they so say no constantly. Don't you ever ask for something, and Alexa's like, I don't know how to do that, or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, I have no response. I think Siri just says no. I don't expect a lot out of Alexa, so I probably don't ask it too many complex Ooh, questions, to be honest. Steve's Alexa is much better than your Alexa, obviously. It must be, well, I mean, not that I think it's bad. I mean, like, I mean, I have a certain pattern of things I do. I'm not I'm not asking it like, hey, what's the score of the Trailblazers game from 1977? Or, you know, what's the weight of an asteroid? Or, so the know, example yeah. I have from the other day, and, and uh, Why are you again, not asking those questions? Yeah, I, I want to know this right now. Ross, yeah, Google that shit. I have an Echo, and I have a Google Home in my... In my home. Who needs Alexa? I have a Ross. <laughs> and so the other day, we were trying to figure out when ski jumping was going to be on the Olympics. Sure. And oh, I good, happened yeah. to be right next to the Google, and so I said, hey, Google, when is the ski jumping on, on the Olympic? Actually, I said, hey, Google, when can I watch ski jumping? And Google said, ski jumping is an event that was invented <laughs> in blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, fucking the no, you. shut up. <laughs> And so I tried Can again. I search the internet for I you? tried again. Yeah. I said, hey, Google, when can I watch ski jumping on the Olympics? And it came back with a similar, ski jumping is this thing that, you know, whatever. And I'm going, fuck. So I said, Alexa, when can I watch ski jumping on the Olympics? So I went right to the second question. And bam, ski jumping is going to be on Friday morning, blah, 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 oh, blah, nice. blah. nice. And yeah. I was like, nice. yes. Nice. <laughs> So this is what we're talking about. Siri, you you say, hey, Siri, and she goes, no. <laughs> she just says no. That was the article I read. It was basically like having a three-year-old yeah. that says no. Not tonight, Steve. Do you want to <laughs> I have a headache. Well, that was a weird cross. Actually, but anyways. <laughs> actually, I don't know if you noticed this, but have you ever asked your Google Home to repeat something? No. So it come ba- comes back with sass. I sad. <laughs> and then it gives you the answer again. And, and I noticed oh, that. That's pretty good. That so it sounds like Nikki. You never listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, That's so just th- Google listening in your apartment. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm getting sass from like everybody in my house. <laughs> uh, so good. all the women in your house give you sass at yes. this point, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, that's perfect. Yep. Um, I just wanted to throw those two. I think they were kind of funny. That's what no, definitely good. Um, Trump has the best lawyer. Uh oh. No, we don't do Trump. Oh, what, what about Trump having the best lawyer? Cheeto. Out of uh, out of his own pocket, Trump's lawyer. Uh, out of his own pocket, Trump's lawyer. Uh, uh, paid prices. Paid the hundred thirty thousand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stormy Daniels. What a stand-up guy. Yeah. Which is hilarious because now, like, because you could tell only Trump would have a lawyer this incompetent. That would be a <laughs> yes man that always does whatever makes. Because like every lawyer I follow on Twitter is like, by the way, that's illegal. <laughs> like you. <laughs> You can't, but I want to know that's not if, covered by attorney client. Okay. Like you can't pay stuff for a client. As as all of my best friends in the world in this room right now are, you are. Would any of you just randomly say, "Oh shit, he got himself in trouble. We're going to pay one hundred thirty thousand no. dollars to save him." Not not you, Dion. No way. <laughs> Could you could you maybe bring that dollar sum down a little bit? Well, the you fact could, that it took me a week to get lower. paid for the fucking kitty <laughs> uh, of the beer fund, uh, I feel like all of you would just send me up the river and say "fuck off." Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, the fact that you know Trump's got very loyal people around him, you know, says a lot. So, but it, it, he's probably made millions yeah. in his career off of Trump. To be yeah. fair, too. Really, a hundred and thirty dollar uh, kitty tab isn't worth it for you to say, "Hey, you know what? Uh, we, we trust you, uh, Dion, and, and we were a hundred behind you, a hundred personal, but... dude. That's a lot of hops. <laughs> Do you think the Trumps right. are actually together anymore? Yeah. The uh, Donald and oh no, Melania's. I, I think they're probably. I, I want her to be the first. We're getting divorced while he's president. Oh, that'd be great. First lady. Well, I'm she sure she's got a prenup still. But she's probably got to wait for him to die. I was actually. She thinking should about renegotiate this. right now while her leverage is high. Oh yeah. Like yeah. we're gonna resign that prenup, or this I will is, divorce you as an act of president. This is right. a three hundred million dollar buyout as opposed yeah. to the twenty million I agreed oh, to five God. years ago. The question is, which one of her his lawyers does she need to sleep with in order to? Get a good enough lawyer no, zero. To, to do at this point this job zero. She needs to contact um, Laura Benatti, who does the Colbert Show, who who impersonates her on a regular basis. Yes, and they need to use her and leverage surrogate, a surrogate. Right buyout. there you yeah. go. She is. You if go. you haven't seen any of that on the Colbert Show, Laura Benatti does this Melania Trump impersonation. It's amazing. And Stephen Colbert can barely keep his ass together during every single time she does it because she's perfect. Um, anyways, you got to watch a couple of them. We'll sh- maybe we'll share one on the, the thing. You're well, watching way too much late night. <laughs> I don't We've watch every late. So you guys have made fun of me for watching. Like I watch four hours of late night every night. No, no, no. So I either get it on YouTube or I see the beginning of the show, which is when it happens. But I, I think, I think Seth Meyers does a great job with with his segment. I think Stephen Colbert in the first six minutes does a good job. Um, I've stopped watching Fallon and the Tonight Show. It's bullshit. Um, and then uh, Daily Show almost every night, and then I fall asleep before the the guy. They still do a good job of commentary on reporting exactly kind of what's going on, and then I like um, they revisit some of the the older people um, who are doing uh, great things like. Uh, um, uh, yeah, that guy. No, the girl, the the, the African American oh. girl who's got her thing on HBO, who's got this uh, something Queens going. She, she Jennifer Je- Jessica Williams. Jessica, Jessica Williams. Williams. Um, her stuff's been really good too. She they brought her back to kind of talk about it. Um, anyways, as a that's general what I watch. as a general rule, less late night, more vegetables. <laughs> 
In 2018, I've eaten more vegetables than you. That's Whoa. what I'm say right now. Whoa. Whoa. Claim. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go There's prove so that <laughs> at our lunch. So much celery in my house. We have us. been the Worldwide IT guys. So Thank much Thank you very much for listening. I'm hungry, guys. <laughs> I'm out. You burn Later. calories eating that vegetable. Bye, everybody. It's a lot of Bloody Marys. So I'm saying. <laughs> You know, that is a remember, lot of bloody Mary. Wait, wait. Remember when Eric brought a bag of celery to the the Worldwide IT guys outing and was like, "Hey, to do the bloodies." Well, he looked at me and he goes, oh, "Hey, yeah. a vegetable," and I go, "Hey, bloody Marys," and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're here for. I know what you're doing. You're, you're, yeah, uh, trolling me, Eric. That's fine." So where are we going for lunch? You said stocks, Monk. <laughs> <laughs>